You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Altuve drives one deep to left field. Home run, Altuve! He jumpstarts this game for the Astros with a leadoff home run against their nemesis, Trevor Bauer. It's 1-0 Astros. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Altuve getting back at Bauer a little bit yesterday. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, and Ross Tucker here on BetQL Daily via the BetQL uh, Audio Network. We're live on the Bet 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, Chicago's new home for wagertainment, 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles, Odyssey app, Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Let's bring in John Heyman, Odyssey Sports MLB insider. You already follow him on Twitter, at John Heyman. Uh, John, we're at about uh, the two-month mark of the season already, and it's pretty striking. When you look at the parity in the league, like the NFL, a lot of the popularity, we always reference, of course, fantasy football and gambling, but also the parity that we see. And we're seeing a little bit of that in Major League Baseball a couple of months in. In the six divisions, there isn't one division leader that has a, a uh, two-game advantage. So um, it, it felt for a while like there was that divide of, okay, you have the great teams all the way up here, then there's a massive drop-off to everyone else. If this can continue for much of the season, how much is it going to help the game? Yeah, I think parity is positive, no question about that. We're seeing a little separation. You might say normalcy coming back last couple weeks. I mean, the Dodgers getting hot. Uh, the Padres, who we suspected would be very good, getting hot, uh, Rays getting hot, the Yankees getting hot. So um, for a while, it looked like we had a lot of teams that were right around 500. Um, finally, now we have four or five teams that have separated themselves a little bit. And on the other side, we have some teams that are starting to struggle. Baltimore has lost a lot of games recently. Arizona has lost a lot. And we finally have four or five teams that look like they're going to be sellers for sure at this point. And of course, there'll be others, but four or five that uh, are not part of that parity. They're too far below. You know, the Dodgers don't have the best record in the National League, but most fans, most observers would say that, yeah, of course, the Dodgers are the best team in the NL. Uh, what about on the American League side? What, what? Who's the best team? Yeah, I mean, I would agree. Uh, the, the Dodgers are the best team. I, that doesn't take too much. So American League side, you know, I kind of vacillate. Uh, some days I think it's the Yankees. Other days, I, I'm thinking maybe it's the White Sox. And, you know, I'm still not giving the Rays enough credit. <laughs> They've been pretty darn good lately. 
Uh, I did not have them as a playoff team as usual, and I'm often wrong about that. Um, you know, I, I still kind of think it's probably the White Sox or the Yankees, but no clear-cut uh, favorite in the American League to this point. The Angels on a lot of different levels, and I know Trout's out now with the calf injury, but they were struggling even before Trout was out with the calf injury, even though Trout was killing it, Otani was killing it. So I don't watch all these guys every day like you do. Are the rest of the Angels like minor leaguers? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't understand how they can have two guys that good and still not be very good as a team. Well, well firstly, they're, they're top-heavy teams. So they have the stars. And I would throw Rendon in there, too. He's missed about half the games to this point. Uh, he's an exceptional player as well. Um, you know, and it's now that they're top heavy, it's that they're top heavy with position players and don't have enough pitchers. It's been their story for a long time. I mean, you look at the importance of pitching, uh, the bottom 11 teams in ERA in baseball all have losing records. So, you know, it's quite a disadvantage to not have uh, at least average pitching and they clearly do not. And they have not been able to get it together. They've spent a lot on free agents, but by and large, it's been position players. Uh, Wilson was the one uh, pitcher that they really spent big on. Other than that, they've tried to patch it together and just generally has not worked. A lot of people pick them as a, you know, a, a, a under the radar team. Um, you know, I resisted that. Uh, I had Oakland in that division. Right now, it looks like Houston may be the best team in the division, but Oakland's hanging in there. The Angels just do not have enough pitching, and they're a top-heavy team, and that's just pretty much the story. And then specifically, as it relates to Otani, I mean, John, you've been doing this a long time. We know the stuff he's doing is truly special. Can you put it into context, what he's doing, and how long do you or people in baseball think that it's sustainable? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it's once-a-century thing. Babe Ruth was a great pitcher and a, maybe the greatest hitter of all time. So, uh, you know, we're talking about uh, nearly 100 years ago that we've seen something like this. And in his case, Otani's it's simultaneous and against in the modern era and in the um, integrated era. Um, you know, it's tougher to do it nowadays, I think, probably. Um, but... Uh, you know, he's just an amazing, incredible talent. Um, you know, I, I hope he can keep doing it. I see no reason why he can't keep hitting like this. Pitching is a tough thing. We've seen injuries all around baseball. He's had his share of them. Obviously, at the Tommy John, he had other pitching concerns. He had drop-off in velocity. So, I think we're all going to be concerned about his uh, pitching until uh, until further notice, until something happens. But, uh you know, it's great to see. It's a really an amazing, amazing. There's some amazing talents in the game, but two-way talents of that ilk, I mean, it's uh, once-in-a-century uh, type thing. John, uh, one of the weirder divisions in all of baseball uh, remains the NL Central, who outside of the Pirates, you could make a case that maybe any of these teams could get hot and possibly win the division. The Reds got off to that hot start where they were like 6-1, and 7-1, and one, whatever it was. Now they're four games below five hundred. Any chance you see Cincinnati possibly being sellers at the deadline and maybe moving somebody like Sonny Gray or Castellanos? Or do you think because it's a winnable division, they're going to go all in? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, I, I absolutely see that possibility. I mean, uh, you know, that, that division looks winnable. NL East is similar. Of course, NL East, many of those teams have had many injuries and maybe haven't had their real teams on the field. NL Central, we kind of suspected it was going to be like this parody, mediocrity, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, at this point, the Reds aren't, aren't that far back, so I don't think they don't have to make that call yet. But um, if they're not doing better when it comes to mid-July, I think uh, they could easily be a seller. Um, issue is, you know, we haven't seen the big years out of those pitchers, including Castillo, that we would expect. So I uh, wouldn't be selling high on them. And I um, mean, Castellanos has been very good. Um, you know, potentially they could trade him. Uh, Mustakis is a guy they might consider trading. Um, But, you know, these guys have high price tags. And uh, generally what teams look for, for the most part, are, you know, specific positions to fill out a spot or pitching. So, you know, I'm not sure the deadline trade is going to be that fruitful, even with a Castellanos who's having a very nice year. Yeah, and it's funny because, I mean, the Reds are struggling, and meanwhile, the Cubs are one of the hottest teams in all of baseball, and now they're a half a game out of the division lead in the Central, and they're four games above 500, which I don't think a lot of people were expecting. What do you see them doing at the deadline? What, what do you think it would take to get Chris Bryan out of Chicago for a team like Washington yeah. or possibly Atlanta? Yeah, it would, it would take a lot. Even with a half year to go before it's a free agent, I mean, the price tag was high on him uh, in the winter. And uh, rightfully so, as it turns out, he's been fantastic, uh, incredible. Um, you know, at this point, I, I would say even though they're four games over, uh, they certainly have not ruled out selling uh, in the winter when they looked like a team that was a contender, uh, was a playoff team. Uh, we saw that they sold off uh, the second-best pitcher in the National League last year, New Darvish. So uh, they certainly have selling on their mind. I know their players are concerned about it, and they've talked openly about trying to play their best, so they do not have that sale. But, uh, you know, uh, it seems like it's on their mind based on what happened in the winter, and, uh, you know, you cannot rule it out. If they do sell, that's a team that has pieces to sell. Bryant would be huge. I mean, he's one of the best players in baseball at this point. Kimbrell, a closer, got his game back together. It's a little different than he used to be. He doesn't throw quite as hard, but he's been – very successful. He certainly could get a lot for him. Uh, certainly, if you traded Baez, he's a free agent as well up to the year. Could get a lot for him. Uh, Kimbrell's got a team option, so uh, his value is even higher for that reason. Yeah. Uh, if they did sell, it would be a huge sale and a very intriguing one. But 
I mean, there's going to be a lot of pre- if they're playing like this, there's going to be a lot of pressure on them not to sell. Right, and as good as Bryant's been, do you feel like the demand will be there more for Craig Kimbrell? Because everybody obviously needs a closer. Like, all these contenders are going to want a closer. Right. Do you think that he's – yeah. Yeah, I mean, the demand's going to be huge for Kimbrell if he's out there. There are other good closers who are on less, uh, let's say, uh, teams that are not quite as good as the Cubs who look like obvious uh, trade bait uh, or potential trade bait more than Kimbrell. And uh, they'll get a lot to Ian Kennedy from Texas. Uh, Graveman is having a big year with Seattle. He's been fantastic. Brad Hand. Um, you know, I would look at Iglesias with the Angels. We talked about them earlier. They don't look like a contender, at least not to me. So uh, there are several closers out there. Um, you know, I, I couldn't tell you who we get more. I think they would both get a lot, Kimbrell or Bryant. Bryant, I mean, I mean the guy's versatile. Not only a good third baseman great hitter but can play any outfield position i don't know if i'd put him in center for too long but can play any outfield position um you know they should be able to get a ton for him and you know people thought they were asking for way too much in the winter but as it turns out you know lindor got a big price tag and uh you know brian is right now doing a lot better than lindor i'll put it that way yeah with Odyssey Sports MLB insider John Heyman, this is uh, BetQL Daily. And John, this week we've been talking a lot about Adolis Garcia of the Texas Rangers. I'm sure uh, some baseball fans don't even know that much about him. They just see him near the top of the, the league lead with the home runs. Five homers in his last five games. We've been discussing if he can be uh, the home run leader on the season. Did you hear much about him in MLB circles before the year got going, and and what is the ceiling for this guy? No, Adelise has been fantastic for Texas. I mean, he's been their best player by far, been one of the best players in the league. I believe he started the season at the alternate site. I mean, he certainly wasn't on anybody's radar. Uh, I mean, it's a story uh, to uh, to uh, rank with the Yerminator in uh, Chicago at this yeah. point, or maybe even above. I mean, they've both been incredible two of the best players in the league and uh you know it's funny to see that normally not see a guy who's been uh you know a fringe major leaguer uh suddenly become a star like that and we've got two great examples in the american league it's very interesting to see and, and good for texas to hold on to him and uh good for him to uh, show what he can do John, um, I can't let you go without asking for an update on my Phillies and how you're feeling about them. <laughs> well, I, whenever anyone asks, I say they look like a slightly, when I say slightly, I mean barely above 500 team to me. Now, right now, I think they're a game below as we do this, but uh, I think they're tied with a couple other teams in that East. It's quite a lot of parity. Uh, you know, nobody has stepped up in the NL East. I picked the Braves. I thought they were the best team. I like the Mets hitting. It's been terrible, but they're hanging on to first by some miracle with their hitting being terrible with so many injuries. Um, you know, I think the Phillies' top of the rotation is good. Uh, their bullpen is much improved up to the point of maybe close to average. Um, you know, they definitely have some stars in that lineup. Their fielding is not good. Um, you know, I mean, you got to like Real Muto and Harper. Uh, you know, obviously Segura can hit, uh, even if he's not always getting along with uh, Girardi. Um, you know, I think their defense isn't great. The back end of the rotation isn't great. And the bullpen is probably average at best. So, you know, they're around a 500 team. That said, that's a contending team in the National League East.
John, I know we all know you're a big baseball guy, uh, MLB Insider, we see you, MLB Network, Odyssey Sports, but uh, tell us about the energy that the Knicks have brought to the city, man. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> right? I mean, well, I mean, we talked about a once in a century occurrence. We're talking about Otani. It feels like uh-huh. that's for the Knicks, but <laughs> people have been waiting. They've been waiting, and uh, they're excited. I mean, uh, looking at it on paper, the Nets have uh, another worldly team, but. Uh, the Knicks, Randall, improved. I'm not an expert. Don't don't uh, go completely by me. But uh, Derek Rose has obviously been great player in the past and uh, showed what he can do again last night. And uh, you know it's very exciting for people in New York to finally have a basketball team that they can get excited about. And a basketball team probably have a couple baseball teams in the playoffs. Good time to be alive for New York sports fan, huh? Probably. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Mets are in first place for now, but with all these injuries, uh, it's unfortunately been a story of baseball. It's not only the Mets, it's all over baseball, all these injuries. So uh, NL East, uh, very unpredictable. But uh, you would think that uh, both New York teams will be playoff teams. We we shall see about that, though. At John Heyman on Twitter, Odyssey Sports MLB Insider, as always. Thank you, John Heyman. All right. My pleasure, guys. Talk to you later. Yeah, man, New York sports is on fire right now. I know. Both of those teams will be in the playoffs. They may not win their divisions, but they should be in the playoffs in baseball, too. We'll see about the Mets, man. I have a hard time buying in. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, and Ross Tucker here on BetQL Daily coming up next. Uh-oh. Pro better Joey Kanish is going to drop by, bring the fire. He always does. So keep it locked into the BetQL Audio Network.